for our Peace Bucket, we're joined by uh, Ed Kinane, who is uh, active with uh, Upstate Drone Action. And I understand, Ed, you were recently visiting uh, the local courts to uh, discuss one of your previous drone protests. What was that about? Well, it was very previous. It was 2019. Our court appearance kept being kicked down the road. And then we ran into COVID. And then we ran into a situation where um, one of the judges retired. And then we ran into a situation of, uh, I think, the other judge uh, had some health issues. Um so last night in the DeWitt Town Court, which is a suburb of Syracuse, uh, um, five of us pet perps uh, had to appear because of all these confusing date changes and so forth. And one judge not showing up and blah, blah, blah. We made a plea. We pled guilty uh, just to get this thing off the books, although we don't feel the least bit guilty, which we made clear to the court, but. They accepted you, our plea of guilty. Could you quickly explain what was the prior demonstration about back in 2000? Uh, it was one of these that actually I'd forgotten the details last night, but it was one of these where we were charged with trespass and. Um, uh, uh, at, at Hancock Air Force Base is where Hancock they operate a lot of the drones. Just north of Syracuse. Right. Um, and they operate the drones in Afghanistan or had been? Well, what they do, it's the 150. 74th attack wing of the New York National Guard. And what they do is train pilots, so-called, and also drone mechanics. The uh, actual drones I don't don't originate in Syracuse, but rather somewhere overseas, you know, near uh, the theaters of war over there. Um, it's a very clandestine kind of operation. They they let out no information about what they're up to. Uh, so are the they, pilots located at Hancock Air Force Base, or are they overseas? Well, the, the training operation is there. The training operation, okay. But the actual planes, that the, the MQ-9 Reaper drone, killer drones, um, are already in place over in uh, elsewhere in other countries. Right. But the pilots uh, are also over in the other countries. In no, no. Well, there's staff over there, but the actual pilots are being trained here. Hmm. Um, but they're, they're operated from over there. I, I know that's confusing, okay. uh, but that's how things are when you live in a secret state, you know. Um, that operates so, so the judge let you all go after this long delay and not getting a speedy trial? Yeah, well, at some point, we waived our right to a speedy trial, apparently. I don't even remember doing that, but that's what the court papers said. So we had made a plea, and um, we, we stood by it. And so the judge, who was judging us for the first time because he was a new judge, on the bench, taking the place of the judge that had been with us for, you know, a decade, who I think has been hospitalized. I'm not even clear about those details. Um, I'm sorry I sound so uninformed, but I live in an uninformed kind of environment here. So what did the judge do last night? The judge heard each of us. Uh, we, we It wasn't a trial. It was a court appearance. Uh, and each of us, you know, appeared before him separately. Uh, 
And, and you know, John Amidon from the Albany area came over from there to be in support with us. But he wasn't a defendant. Um, he read some legal mumbo jumbo. Um, and then we, we confirmed that we had pleaded guilty to what he called was um, the charge was uh, disorderly conduct. Now, I'm sure we were also charged with trespass because that's the history before. Um, and then he, uh, you know, he granted the plea for which we were fined, not fined, court costs of $125. And uh, he was going to give us some kind of probation, but our pro bono attorney who came in all the way from Montauk, uh, Long Island, uh, said, well, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. That wasn't a part of the deal. So we ended up not getting any kind of probation. Or no, not probation. Uh, conditional discharge. Okay. Uh, Since we're beginning oh, to run out of time, okay. I, I know we also had wanted to talk about the situation with drones. Um, been a lot of concern that drones are increasingly being used in warfare. And so I understand drones are playing a a fairly prominent role in uh, the war in Ukraine. And I believe I just heard that um, some of the Ukrainian drones may have actually attacked some bases in Russia. That, that's what the Russians allege. And of course, the Russians also use drones. Uh, they've been using drones in Ukraine. So this is a, a situation of full-fledged war where both parties are using drones, you know, lethal drones against each other, as well as for reconnaissance. And uh, with casualties, we've had reports of casualties. Are there uh, any restrictions on the use of, of, of drones, particularly if they're using them in Ukraine? Obviously, there's a lot of, you know, civilians around. Uh, obviously, well, a lot yeah, of civilians, civilians get killed. Right. I mean, most victims of lethal drones are civilians, despite what the... Um, the Pentagon says. Uh, I wish I had at my fingertips some of the quotes of some of these high Pentagon guys and and uh, up to the effect of, oh, you know, we, yeah. we are so careful about not killing civilians. Well, that's, that's BS. You know? So, so are, are the drones becoming uh, more lethal as, as time goes on and technology develops and they get more experience using them in the field to kill people? Oh, I'm sure they do. And, and there's more of a variety of drones or a variety of different, you know, tactics of killing and exploding, you know, bombing things. Yeah. I mean, the Zoom industry has just um, blot blossomed, to use a bad metaphor. Um, yeah. I mean, it's so many countries now actually have drones and are using them militarily. So, so what are some of the military uses, you know, being deployed in the Ukraine in terms of the use of drones? Surveillance, well, actual surveillance, attacks? Um, you know, on the ground in combat situations, it's a way of knowing where the enemy is. You know, these are handheld, there's handheld drones that are able to do reconnaissance um, just briefly. I mean, they, they don't, they may not last very long. They're handheld. There's some sometimes they're off the uh, off the shelf, you know, commercially available. Um, others are more specifically developed for you know combat 
in attack situations. You know, out at Hancock Air Base, it's the 174th attack wing of the New York National Guard. I mean, they say attack wing. I mean, it's obviously being used for, for aggressive, for aggression, and for attacks. Uh, the, you know, here in the U.S., we're very blatant about our drone usage. I mean, it's part of the intimidation factor that the U.S. has used its, its nuclear warheads for uh, for decades, you know, it's to intimidate. It's the threat that's still being used. It's been transferred down to the... Now, we, on, we, we only got a minute left. Now, the United States, my recollection, is the, you know, biggest um, seller of, of, of weapons on the planet. Is, is is drones one of their growth market for, for selling weapons to other countries? Definitely. The U.S. has sold drones to dozens of countries. And then countries that they haven't sold to, the Israelis have. The Israelis, I think, are maybe second to, in the industry globally for, for military drones. What's up, say, drone action going to be doing in the coming months? Well, we, we're, we're eyeing uh, Martin Luther King mid-January, you know, the, the 16th is the, uh, the anniversary of his death, but sometimes the events around that anniversary are ten seconds. You know, one side or the other. Um, so that's that's um, in the wings. And we also have, we're, we're thinking as we have for many years, uh, observing Earth Day out at Hancock Air Base. Okay. You had a website? Uh, up, upstate Drone Org. Thank you very much, Ed Kinane. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.